You may have heard about a national blood shortage, but there's another life-threatening donation crisis, the need for plasma donors. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. We're joined by John Boyle. He's a patient and health advocate who personally relies on plasma-derived therapies. He's also the former CEO and president of the Immune Deficiency Foundation. John, let's just start with some basics. Most people know a bit about blood donation, but how does plasma donation differ? Well, a plasma donation, in essence, takes longer. Most of the process of donating is quite similar, but you are in a dedicated plasma collection center. This is not done kind of at workplaces or, you know, at a house of worship or kind of out in all the many places where blood donation centers are. It really is done at a dedicated facility where they have many, many of these recliners set up. And after you go in and you do some health screening and all that, you go and you sit and you are usually sitting for about 90 minutes or so, which is, again, longer than a blood donation. But similar to a blood donation, once you are done, you unhook and they give you a little something to eat or drink and you go off knowing that you have done something uh, really great for your fellow human beings. And I understand there is a shortage of plasma nationwide at the moment. How serious is that shortage? And I understand you say that this may have lasting consequences. It is a very serious shortage. In fact, it's a global shortage. The effects have not been felt dramatically here in the United States, but it is only a matter of time, unfortunately. Uh, Having lived through some milder versions of this where there were supply chain issues, it really can be uh, incredibly problematic for those of us who rely on plasma-derived therapies. But this disruption that we're seeing because of COVID is unlike anything that anyone has really ever seen before, just because of the number of donors that are not donating as a result of the disruptions in their lives due to COVID. This is kind of an amazing stat to me. The Red Cross says that less than 38% of the population is eligible to give blood or platelets. Are the eligibility requirements for plasma the same as blood donation? By and large, they're very, very similar. I think that there are some requirements that differ a little bit from plasma center to plasma center, but they are very, very similar in essence. The bare minimum is you have to be 18 years of age and 110 pounds, but after that there are a number of different health requirements to ensure A, that the donor is safe in donating, but B, that the recipients, such as myself, are going to be safe with the plasma that is ultimately received. Most people can donate whole blood every 56 days. How often can someone donate plasma? The maximum that someone can donate plasma is actually about twice a week. So it is much more frequent than the donation of blood. Part of that is because when you donate plasma, the donation process, they take the blood out of you, but then they separate it out. So they're only taking the plasma. The red cells are actually put back into your body. My wife actually just did that this weekend and was really kind of astounded by that process. So you don't get that, you know, tired feeling that you do after donating blood because you have that oxygen-rich red cells that are going back into your body afterwards. John, you alluded to the fact that you personally need ongoing plasma-related treatments. Tell us a bit about your personal story and about other sorts of conditions that need plasma. 
Sure. When I was six months old, I uh, became critically ill, which was very unexpected. And as I was being kind of triaged in the pediatric ICU, they discovered that I had a genetic immune deficiency. I didn't produce antibodies naturally, and I never would. So they understood that I had this component of my immune system missing, which happily could be partially given back to me in the form of basically a plasma product. So plasma that's donated by people can be broken down into various components such as antibodies. And so I get once a week concentrated antibodies from plasma donors, which 40-something years later is why I am here, why I am healthy, and why I advocate for people to donate plasma and to draw awareness to this entire issue. John, we're nearly out of time, so I'll mention now that our listeners can learn more about plasma donation and find one of the more than 900 plasma donation centers around the country at donatingplasma.org. Again, that is donatingplasma.org. John Boyle, patient advocate and former CEO and president of the Immune Deficiency Foundation, thank you for joining us today. Well, thanks so much for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that wraps up this week's show. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Our internet services are provided by Payer.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll be here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.